and welcome to another episode of Wood in Your Ear with me, Gordy. You may notice today that our regular co-hosts, Spencer and Justin, aren't going to be here. Unfortunately, they may or may not be down with the sickness. I hate to say that, but we have been listening to your comments. So what we're going to do to kind of get all the boring behind the music stuff out of the way is we are going to be taking a break until the first Tuesday of 2020. We're going to come out with a big bang on the 7th, but let's get down to business. I'm sitting here with Sean Gutsman, who, I don't know if you want to introduce yourself to everybody. Sure, I'll introduce myself to everybody. I'm a local from Michigan City, well, originally New Buffalo, one of like three skaters. My older brother skated, so that got me into it. And this is possibly going to be the one of the worst wooden your ear guest, but, and I'm also a very shitty skater, but I do know a lot about skateboarding. You know, you say it's going to be the worst, but honestly, have you even heard any of, especially like the first couple, the first one is terrible, yeah, like that cut the, in the middle, yes. but I mean, we, we tried, I mean, we're here, right? Seven episodes deep. God, fuck me. Yeah. Yeah. I say that like it's been a long time. It hasn't. <laughs> I'm waiting for the Audible ads like every other podcast where it's like, oh, go to audible.com for uh, 15% off and a free audiobook. So I don't want to say this, but there is a particular like, this is going to make me sound like the jackass, which fine if you want to take that. Like it's been stated many a times on our seven episode right. run so far that I'm an asshole and everything I do is for my own like selfish gain. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> since we started, I've had this dream of a particular sponsor and it's only because I this is something that I've always wanted and I'm not going to name them until they give me what I want. But I'm not I don't want to give any hints, but it vibrates, it goes in your mouth. Oh, and it God. has a little bit to, has a little bit to do with cleaning, but I really, really want one, and I'd hate to tell everybody, but <laughs> if we can make this happen, get Gordy a vibrating <laughs> stick that goes in his mouth to clean. I like we'll I'll put out an episode every day for a month live if I have to. <laughs> but re- realistically, this, that's not why we're doing this. It's just fun. Yeah. But if anyone's listening that does know what I'm talking about and can get a hold of somebody that can get me one, that would be awesome. Like, I'll, I'll talk all day about how amazing they are. But more important, we're all shitty skateboarders right. here. I know you were talking about that. But while we're shitty skateboarders, we can't blame it on us because it's not us. We're no. not we're not that bad. It's the places we skate that are terrible. Yeah. So and with that in mind, I know you have some like what's a shitty what's the shittiest place you've ever skated Probably as far as the shittiest skate park I've ever skated was this little tiny little shithole skate park in the middle of Lima, Ohio, known for their skateboarders. And that place was just it was just dog shit. Like, the ramps are all just decayed. Nobody's maintained it. The One of the boxes had a giant section of it just missing. And it looked like if you fell, you would need a tetanus shot. It That's was, my kind of spot. It was so bad. And it was, like, permanently wet for some reason. 
I don't know. It was like 90 degrees. And it was it was like a 90 degree day in the middle of fall, which was weird. But like, it should have been dry. But yet there was giant puddles everywhere. And there was just like one crackhead just kind of lurking about in the woods. Just kind of like watching. It was just, oh, it was so bad. So you're telling me that Lima is known for their skateboarders? Oh, totally. And their punk rock scene, which is odd. Really? Yeah. Wait, I, I can't tell if you're joking no, right now. Are you being the, dead serious? The, the skateboarding part, yes. But, like, their music scene in Lima, Ohio is absolutely amazing. I went to, like, a free local show in a bar. All three of the bands killed it. Like, I'm talking, they were, like, grade A bands. And one of them opened up for a band called Bro Job, which is, like, a huge meme Deathcore that sounds band. familiar, but I can't place it. Yeah, there's they're like a meme deathcore band, but like they this one band, Eternal Void, they opened for them in like uh, Columbus to like fifteen hundred people. Like it was a sold out show. So it was like okay, skateboarding, I you know, but their music scene was surprisingly good in this little redneck Ohio town. Yeah, I mean, maybe they can. Raise some funds for a new park. I don't right. Know. That's what I was thinking. Benefit, punk rock benefit show to anybody listening in Lima, Ohio. Punk rock benefit show to get your skate park, to get a new skate park. You, you just tear down the old one, get a new one. But I mean, at least they have one. That's right. better than most Right. Places. I mean, it was. And there was this like, one little like local kid, just probably like 13. You could tell he grew up at that park. He was he was ripping, but... He was raised by the ramps? Yeah, he, like a pack of wolves. <laughs> he's just like... Because you could tell, like, he just, like, goes there every day after school because it was, like, a two, three blocks up from the school. So he would just skate there after school, just skate till it's time to go home. So, wait, he went to school? Yeah, totally went to school. That's lame. I mean, right. Like, well, I mean, I guess at 13, he'd, he'd, be, he'd be right at the age of learning to smoke weed and do it. Right. So... <laughs> You know, watching Shake Jump videos and just like, man, I'm at school, this is lame, I'm gonna go skate. That would suck to have a skate park. Like, oh, speaking of other shitty skate parks, New Buffalo Skate Park. Granted, that's like my home park and I kind of love it, but that was like torture going to that high school because this park was right across the street. So you'd be like in your class and just like looking out of the window and you just see the park and you see a little halo, just like, and you're thinking, fuck, why am I at school? I could be skating right now. I was going to say, because at first you made it sound like it's so shitty, but then it like came to like it's the second coming. Honestly, it never looked like that bad of a park, because what do they got there? Two, they got like a quarter pipe. Yeah, quarter pipe, a box, and then another quarter pipe, and like a flat bar, and that's it. I mean, like it's not it, the most exciting. It's thing, enough. You, stu- you have a quarter pipe. That's right. what's important. Right, I mean, I learned a lot at that park. Granted, it was nothing, like, super technical because I was just too busy, like, goofing around learning, like, old-school tricks that I saw in, like, old Dogtown videos or trying to re... I don't know, uh, not reenact, but, like, learn tricks from, like, Mike V trick tips. Oh, uh, like the ones with Tony Hawk? Yeah! I love those Tony Hawk videos. Yeah, because it was in middle school. It was like on a... Because we had Comcast on demand, and they had like a sports section. And it was like extreme sports or like something really tacky. And it had Mike V trick tips. Extreme with with two E's or one E? One E. It was like... So no E at the end either? I don't remember. Because as as I say this, I realize that extreme is normally spelled with three E's. 
right, and I, this is funnier because we're right. explaining the joke. But I hope it was a capital X. It was a capital X. There's always going to be a capital X. <laughs> That's the only way to the do it. The best things are cap- with capital Xs. The best things. But yeah, just trying to learn like flamingos and just really bizarre tricks. Because it's all flat ground. So if you wanted to get really good at flat ground tricks and it was super smooth and really level, it had potential. Well, I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. Right. Like, the fact is, it's a place to go. You can leave school in the middle of the day, go smoke your weed, do acid, right. and go to the skate park. And find porno mags underneath the ramps. Like whoa, 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 there's nothing, like, there's nothing wrong with that, but in these pornography mm-hmm. magazines... Did they, or did, this is the question, and I know you know it's coming <laughs> up, did they or did they not show respect to the women? Uh, some of them there were being shown respect, but other ones, I don't think they really were showing respect to them. Maybe, maybe <laughs> behind the scenes there was respect being shown, but from these decayed old porno mags, it looked like uh, some of them... We're not enjoying themselves a little bit, but you know. Then again, when you're eleven, you're just like, "Holy fuck! What the hell went around here?" Yeah, I mean, I guess. Because me and my buddies, because like people would always throw like wax underneath the ramps to like hide it from people stealing it. But like hide the porno mags, you'd wax the porno mags so they'd slide. I guess because there would always be like skateboard wax underneath the ramps. So we would grab sticks and stuff and just like brush it out from underneath the ramp, and then they'll just be porno mags. I mean, I guess. Right, they're just like, shit, we gotta hide it. How do we hide this? Well, fuck, you got wax? Sure, dude. Just wax it and just slide it underneath it. Well, I'm sure it's not so much hiding it as opposed to just keeping it dry. Right. I, I really can't think of much of a thing other than like some little kid because who would just leave who would just right i think it was just some because you know at the time i was little so i think it was like older like high school kids because this was like when the park was still kind of a thing and you buffalo had more than like three skaters so i was like third grade and me and my buddies would just like hang out there so i think it was like the older kids you know they would like try to like they would get it from, like, their dad and, like, oh, crap, I don't want my dad to know that I stole this, so they'll just throw it back underneath the ramp. You're right, because he's not going to question the missing porno. Right. right. That he will go looking for. Right, because he be like, damn, that was, like, my favorite one. Yeah, but... It... I mean, to go back to Lima, there's other shitty skate parks in Ohio. It's oh, not I like bet. Lima's the only one. No, I bet, just because I just, um... From Lima, I was about an hour from uh, Kettering, Ohio, where the Rob Deerdeck Skate Plaza is at. So I was like, cool, like, this is somewhere I've always wanted to go. I'm like, I'm super hyped on this. I can remember seeing this in, like, Street Dreams. That was, like, my favorite movie. Street I've Dreams. I've never and, seen it. Oh, it's golden. It is, like, the, I don't, it's, like, it's a pretty golden movie. For, like, seeing Paul Rodriguez act and Ryan Dunn try to be, like, professional actors is just amazing. Yeah. Okay, like they hold up. S- hold up. We're going to mm-hmm. pause that right there. So what's the... Because I don't want to okay. derail everything right. too much. What's the deal with the park? Because we'll come back okay. to that. The, the deal with the park is pretty much 
you see all the footage from from Robin Big, Fantasy Factory, all the stuff. But then when you get to the park, it is like super tiny. Like the like the way like the camera angles of it's designed to look super big. It's really designed for filming because it kind of like pyramids up because they have this. It's like a recreation of like the Hollywood 16 and a bunch of other famous skate spots that kind of pyramids up, and then there's like a little flat spot on the top, and then some ledges. And that's it. Now, when you say tiny, is it this, like, three-quarter scale of the actual places? Yeah. Or is it, it like, it's full like, scale, it's just there's not a lot? It's um, kind of both, where it's like, every, it's like they wanted to recreate these famous spots, but, like, scale them down to be able to fit within the allotted spot that they were given by the city. So they, like, scaled them down, and they just condensed it. Because if you look on, like, films and different uh, footage of everything, it looks super... The place looks massive. But then when you get there, you can just do one push, get around the whole outside of the park, and that's it. And it was so disappointing. So it's basically, like, take, like, a Tony Hawk's Pro Skater level creator. You know yeah. how you raise the yep. ground? And you do, like, stairs to nowhere on all four yep. sides? That's what it is? That's pretty much all, what it is. So what's the... Are the stairs, like, different sizes? Yeah, they have, like... Or are they all the same size? They're just different shapes? Yeah, it's kind of, like, different sizes and shapes. Because you have, like, you know, the Hollywood 16. Then you have, like, a double set. And then over here, you'll just have, like... You have like four stairs and a rail, and you'll this one you'll have like some other rails. It's it's a really bizarre layout, but like if you're going there to get like footage, it's cool. Or if you're going there just to like, hey, I'm a fan of Rob Deerdeck, and I just want to go there, it's a cool spot for the picture, and that's pretty much about it. That makes no sense to me. So. As you were talking, I looked up the Street Dreams, the movie from 2009, right? Yeah. I imagine so. They got pictures of skateboarders on it. So, because I've never, never heard of this. I'm looking, I look it up on Google and I've got what Google is telling me. And this sounds, well, let me, let me just give you the whole synopsis from Google. An up and coming skater runs off to compete in a competition where he should become where he could become the next star. How accurate is that? That's very accurate. So is is Paul Rodriguez the up-and-coming skater? Yeah, so Paul, Paul Rodriguez is like, you know, he's like the amateur, you know, he's up-and-coming. He's kind of like, in like almost in like every group. So the up-and-coming, you know, local pro, probably like the best example of like, more to like relate the film to like every group of kids, where there's that one good... Just, like, kid who's just, like, extremely pro. So, him and Rob Deerdeck and Ryan Dunn and I think Terry Kennedy's in the movie, too. I don't have him on the... Oh, yeah! Yeah, no, yeah, 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 that's right. He is in the movie. And so, they go, you know, they hop into the van. He's like, Dad, party. He's like, Dad, I'm going to go skate in this contest. I'm going to be pro. And he's like, no, you got to graduate school. School's everything. And party is like, no, fuck you, Dad. They get into a fight. And he then goes Paul, and smokes weed and does acid? No, I don't think he does. But he takes off with his friends who smoke weed and do acid. Okay. And then, because the, surprisingly, the movie's filmed in Chicago. So then, party. You mean it's not entirely filmed at the park? No. No, they go from Chicago to Ohio to learn this trick called the knack that Paul Rodriguez kind of came up with. I think it's like a heart, like a 360 hard flip to like 
five zero or I can't remember or nose grind something like that. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Because when you said that, I was expecting something stupid. That actually sounds awesome. Right, like the whole premise of. Do the, they do it in the movie? Yeah, they do it in the movie. Like the whole premise of the movie was him getting this one trick. And where's this at? Uh, first. Like, what kind of spot does he get this trick? On like a handrail. Like I think that's it was, impossible. Yeah, it was some gnarly trick that he tried to do on like a uh, on like a big ass handrail that they have at the uh, at the park in Ohio. So then he can't get it there. Of course, meets a girl and he's like, "Yo, we're going to," the, and her brother's like, "Because they're all going to Tampa Am." So they like they meet up. Kind of jumps all over the place. Yeah, because so they like meet up, then they go to Tampa Am. And then, of course, him and Rob Dyrdek, you know, they're battling it out for first place. Rob Dyrdek, you know, of course, doesn't make it to the finals. He gets all pissed off at Paul Rodriguez because they're, like, enemies at this point. And then, so Paul Rodriguez, he's, like, sucking. You know, he can't land this trick. He can't land it. Time runs up. The judges give him, like, an extra, like, five minutes. You know, like, they're like, okay, you get an extra run. And he lands it. Then, happy ending. He gets the girlfriend. I don't know if he goes pro or not. I don't think so. They don't really specify. And then that's the movie. Wow. So it's like centered around like one trick. I know as a skateboarder I'm supposed to like stuff like that. But when I was re- when I first read the synopsis for Google and then you explaining the movie, especially at the beginning, I was like, man, this just sounds like a ripoff of one of my favorite movies ever. And you know what pisses me off is apparently, let me give you a, a little thing. So Street Dreams, just a quick little thing, has an IMDb score of 6.2 out of 10. Oh, I guess it's not as bad as I thought. I was looking at something totally different. But one of my favorite movies has an IMDb score of 6 out of 10 with an 8% Rotten Tomatoes rating. I don't know if you've heard of this. It's from 2003. Apparently only six years before Street Dreams. It's a movie called Grind. Yes! That is an amazing movie. Which actually... Because I gotta read the synopsis for this one too because it's this one's vague and does not explain <laughs> the movie at all. So imagine this if you've never seen this movie. It's all you need to know. A Chicago teenager and his friends travel across America to watch a legendary skateboarder compete. Yeah. But, like, that doesn't that doesn't begin to compare to... And this is why, like, the Street Dreams movie, while it sounds cool to do the Nick, the Knack, Nick Knack, Paddywhack, <laughs> whatever it is, it just can't touch, the like, the whole concept of super-duper skateboards... And going on, like, just saying fuck it to everything. Right. Going on tour so you can go skate. And, oh, what was his name? What was his name? I don't know. Yeah. The big, like, pro, quote-unquote, yeah. pro skateboarder. Yeah. Even though, like, Bam Margera is in this <laughs> fucking movie. Which, again, we got to talk about how amazing Bam Margera is. Because he just simply is. But, like, between Bam Margera being in this yeah. movie, the... Super duper skateboards, yep. all the cool, the skated, like the fucking dance scene. Yeah. The fact that he actually got, and there's <sighs> kind of cool. It's obviously like early movies, skateboarding, like filming, you know, where it's like they get underneath the board. Right. Like somebody's sitting underneath <laughs> the board with the camera and they just feel like pan over the camera. With and the it's got a slow motion with yeah. the whoosh noise. 
But I mean, you had some cool stuff, like they set up a ramp on their van. Yeah, that was cool. Over. And you had that fucking, because for some reason, it's like a bunch of gangs. Yeah. Because you, know? you got the Super Duper Skateboards gang. You've got, like, Bam Margera's, like, a fucking celebrity like he is. Like, yeah. not even a real person. Which I'm not even sure if he is, because he actually is that amazing. You got that fucking, like, what do you call that? Like, early 2000s hip-hop. Yeah, like, like crazy. Yeah, the uh, Janko jeans. With the upside-down yep. visor backwards. Yeah, driving their Escalade group of white boys. Yeah. <laughs> uh, God, oh my. Just the way people used to talk and, oh. and that people thought that that's what skateboarding was. I mean, I don't know. It maybe was at one point in time, yeah. but I don't remember it being that crazy. Right, because I can remember just as, with my brother being like 17 years older than me and I had a cousin who was like 13 years older than me. I was like little, little, at, you know, when that movie like came out in through those early years, but I remember enough about those early 2000 years of skateboarding through like you know hand-me-downs and all that that that's kind of how it actually was like of the big pants tiny wheels well yeah but i mean like and just that was like a like a clown like a caricature right or I mean, something right i mean it was like fairly accurate just and like the best part to me about that movie was just like kind of like how they were getting it so accurate was one of the characters had a Jeremy Klein hookups deck <laughs> in it. And, like, just that small little detail of just, like, okay, yeah, this is a corny-ass Hollywood movie, but it's, like, okay, you got Jeremy Klein in there who's, like, a big skater, but it's, like, you have to know who he is and be in skateboarding to kind of be like, okay, get that hookups deck in there. Well, I mean, like, I don't know how much he had to do with it, but, I mean, Bam Margera played a role right. in the movie. They had and, that whole skate shop scene and the guy like the guy who runs yeah. the skate shop that all was as far as my experience with a bunch of skate shops and working in one like that was pretty accurate right. was it i mean yeah it was exaggerated and everything but like for the most part just yeah that's kind of how the skateboarding world in a way is it's just this i watched it free on youtube because like Brian, what's this and then it's I, on youtube it was on YouTube. I think it got removed for copyright. Oh, that would make sense. Because this was probably like four years, no, three years since I saw that movie. But I just remember watching it over and over and over again. Because it's amazing. It is amazing. An even better movie, I think it's 1987's Thrashing. Oh my god, that I love a, that. That is a great movie. <laughs> yeah, fucking A with the... It's it's basically like any other movie from the right. 80s. Like, it's all about him getting the girl. And the fucking daggers. Yes. And they, they do that chase scene where they, and it's got Wild in the street yep. playing as they're going down that the parking garage. such a great movie. Oh, my God. I'm so glad somebody else knows about yes. that movie. Yes. Because anytime someone talks about, like, early skateboard movies, they talk about Gleaming the Cube. Never seen like, that one. Really? Never seen that one. That's another really wacky one. It's no thrashing, though. Because, I mean, between... Let, let me pull this up. But, like, between the whole, like, them chaining up the... Yeah. I actually used that back when my brother and I had our own private right. half pipe. We actually, like, I took that idea because that made so much sense. You know, you put the chains over it so people yep. can't ride it. But, um, between that and when the daggers yep. go and set it on fire, 
It's just so goofy. Right, it's such a good movie. I think I watched it after Grind, come to think of it, because you, you know, YouTube again was just like, oh, you watched Grind? Here, have Thrashing. So I watched Grind and Thrashing back to back, and my mind was just blown. Going at Google again for the movie Thrashing from 1986. Man, I would have thought it was a little later than that. But th- I guess that would make sense. Obviously, this one has the highest IMDb rating. Yes. Because it's 6.7. And it also has the most descriptive synopsis of any of these. If you've never seen Thrashing, here's what it is. Corey and his band of skater buddies sometimes make mischief. But they're more interested in girls and having fun on their boards than getting into any real trouble. Notorious enemy crew, the Daggers, led by Tommy Hook, get their kicks terrorizing the locals at Venice Beach. When Corey starts dating Tommy's kid sister, the Daggers are furious. The boys then take their beef to the L.A. Massacre, a deadly skate race down a canyon road. But it's just so fucking... Like, that's actually a really good description oh, of yeah, that movie. it is. <laughs> Compared to, to the like, last one. Right, where it's just like, here's a local pro skater. He went here, and he's now a pro skater. Like, that's actually... That's pretty much the movie. I mean, it doesn't get into... I remember they got the one scene where it's like any other 80s movie... Where they got, like, him and the girl, yeah. and it's, like, it's playing, like, this that, super that, emotional music, and they got the close-ups on right. them, and it's, like, this, it's supposed to be so deep and emotional, right. but all you can think about is the L.A. Massacre that's coming up. Right, you're just like, <laughs> okay, when's this fucking going down? Oh, my God, that's, that almost reminds me of, oh, uh, we shouldn't talk about it, but... Another amazing movie from around that time and basically the same plot line called Rad. Oh, that sounds familiar. Like, okay, well, there's a reason why we're not allowed to... Well, why, I can talk about whatever the hell I want. Actually, it came out the same year. But the reason we shouldn't talk about it is because it's a BMX movie. Oh, yeah, that's why, yeah, that's why I've heard of it. Like Apparently... IMDb likes it the most at 7 out of 10, which, while we're here, we might as well read the synopsis, but it's a bicycle motocrosser, which, who calls it that? A bicycle motocrosser tries to enter a corrupt promoter's nationally televised cash prize race. And the reason I bring that up is because it's basically the same thing as Thrashin. Which is BMX bikes. Yeah. It's instead of the L.A massacre race you have the race at hell track oh which they basically have the same naming scheme so they're like that year they're just like yo we need to target both markets of like the skater kids and the bmx kids like how do we get them into theaters like what are the kids into now bmx and skateboarding and the circle jerks god think of it nowadays it'd probably be something lame like scootering right or fucking fortnite movie Fortnite the movie? Oh, God. (laughs) Just all the flossing ever. (laughs) Oh, my God. It just, that would be the name of the movie, Flossin'. (laughs) (laughs) I can see it now. It'll have, it'll even have that, like, neon script 80s font where it's almost like a shoelace. Right. You can already hear the synth music now. Ding, ding, ding. 
Uh, well, the trailer would obviously have the final countdown. Right. With that all said and done, actually, I kind of really do want to watch Grind. So I think what we're going to do is we're going to call it quits for this right now. And we will see all of you guys come the 7th when everything is finished on our end, well improved. And we'll be able to put out the best thing that we can, par everyone's recommendations. We'll see you then. Till then, we're going to go watch Grind. Yes, we are.